Hey everybody, welcome back to the Daily Anime Podcast. It's me, Jefferson, and today I'm going to talk about Monster Musume no Nichijo, or Everyday Life with Monster Girls. Now, if any of you have been following me on any of my social media, you've probably noticed that I've been going on and on about Mia the Lamia from the show, um, Monster Musume, and or Mon Musume is the other shortened version. But, uh, um, the only real legitimate response is what kind of horrible dystopia do we live in for our young, healthy men to want to have sex with cartoon snake ladies? Um, that's reasonable. Okay. Alright. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure Yuki Mishima also died trying to prevent this. And, um... That's what the show's about. <laughs> um, yeah. So, as for the show synopsis, <laughs> in the in a world, this world, the government has been keeping monster people a secret, and now they unveiled the secret and have now passed a bill allowing them to integrate into everyday society, and so. They now have homestay programs where um, people keep uh, monster girls. They haven't shown any monster men, although they seem to. They imply that there are monster men, um, but they haven't shown any because you know you gotta gotta make sure she's girls, right? You know, gotta gotta put boobs on that snake and put boobs on spiders, you know. But um. Yeah, there's no real other way to just, like, talk about this show because it's, um, a harem anime full of fan service, and I don't normally watch harem anime. Uh, I mean, I've been on, like, a harem binge since, um, around late summer, and it's mostly just because it's, like, I don't have anything else to watch. I've been traumatized by watching all of Zambot 3. I kind of just want to see cute anime girls. Um, I can never forget, like, the horrible imagery that I saw in Zambot 3 when you saw children crying because they realized they had to die alone because the Gaizok put bombs in them that can go off at any point and they watched all their family die and so everyone's just everyone they're with who got bombs put in them are just walking off into the distance just crying and the the kids are trying to put up a tough act but it's just like you know like they're absolutely broken on the inside and I'm just like well after I've seen that I think I'm done with the robots I just kind of want to see um cute girls that's also a lot of the reason why I haven't been just like plowing through Legend of the Galactic Heroes because that show is fucking ridiculous. Episode two, they're already doing the the sad um, reflection of people in the mirror because they died and their sad wife at home. So it's just like, what? No, I can't. I want something a little more lighthearted. So I've just been watching awful harem anime. And just 
random little comedies here and there. Like, I've been rewatching Genshin, and I'd like to go over that again. But, um, that's the state of mind I'm in. I'm still just like, uh, do I want to watch more robot shows? Sandbot 3 took a lot out of me. And, uh, I know there are better shows with a bunch of cute girls in there, but, uh, meh. Um, I just checked out Monster Musume on a whim, and, um, like, like nine episodes are out, and I watched all nine of them at once on my last day off, and, uh, I was just like, yeah, alright, giving a lot of screen time to the snake girl, and, you know, just girls being awkward with dudes, but, like, this show exemplifies just how, like, idiotic harem anime can be, because, like, in the latest episode, there's this Cyclops girl, um, and, like, her whole thing is, like, oh, I'm a pariah, because men look at my eye, and they look away in disgust, and, like, the main character literally just, like, looks looks her in the eye and doesn't do that, and just like, what is this feeling that I'm feeling inside? And, like, literally, like, Mia the Lamia, like, her explanation for her love of the main character is just, like, I came to this world, and then he treated me like a nice person would treat me. What is this feeling I'm feeling inside? And I'm just like, really? This is like, the nigga could literally open a door for you, and you'd just be like, I'm so in love, I've never felt love before. And just like, girl, you need some standards, like, you need standards. If me holding a door was all it took to get laid and, like, have girls in my bed just, like, like, do, like, wrapping their, coiling their tail around me, like, I would have been laid, okay? Like, I, is, is that simple? Is that simple? If it was that simple, then, like, shit would have happened. It's obviously a lot more complicated than that, okay? I got, you gotta have to actually, like, talk to them and, like, Show them that you're interesting. And main character is not exactly interesting. Um, Yeah, he doesn't really... Like most harem protagonists, he just doesn't really have any character. And naturally, like most harem protagonists, he's not at all believable. Because these girls are just all over him, but he's not doing anything about it. See, harem is just like... Harem's true form can only be in pornography. But this is for TV. And it's just like, there's no point. It's just like, so you want me to, like, think about this later? He just made a snake come by, like, like, touching her tail. This is gross. Yes, this is awesome. Alright, I mean, like, you can tell when I watch this, like, the thirst is fucking real. Um, I'm, you know, otherwise healthy, straight male, young, no girlfriend ever. And, and, you know, watching this, you know, I'm just like, yeah. But then it's like, no. It's like, once I got back to, like, my normal state of mind, away from whatever, like, heightened state of thirst due to the position of the moon and stars or whatever, you know, um, it's just like, this is boring. Like, now he's just taking girls on dates. Not a lot's really happening. It's just, like, something that's, like, some character interactions that are supposed to be funny, um, yeah, 
And I mean, I guess, like, that's one of the things that this show has as an advantage over other harem anime is that, like, the girls are all different monsters. Um, they might be, like, similar archetypes to other shows, but, like, it's, like, genuinely interesting to look at them. It's just like, huh, I like these designs. Like, there's the mermaid. There's a amoeba thing. There's a horse lady. You know, there's bird lady. And then, of course, you know, your number one snake wife. You know? I mean, I would have preferred if they were, like, more monsters. But I guess I would have made them, like, less cute anime girls, you know? But, uh, yeah. There's really not too much else to say. Um... It's not a particularly well animated show. Um, it's about standard. Just in terms of yeah, it's just about like standard. So it doesn't look too great. The voice acting isn't particularly great either. Oh, sorry about that. I'm yawning. It's I just woke up, so I just said, Hey, I gotta pull out an episode. Gotta at least try to get out two a week, you know? But um yeah, there's some other, um, there's like one other harem that I want to talk about because I just think that's like super interesting. Um, but um, for the most part, I can't describe harems as like super interesting. Um, but that said, it's like shows that like want to be more than harems. Because um, I feel like there was like a time when like we were just getting straight up harem anime, like love Hime and all that whatever you know and and then that time has for the most part gone away and um we'll just get like weird shit like this um every now and then or like um yeah like this is the first one in a while where it's just like you're gonna be living with the girls uh, in some way, some means that I've seen, maybe there've been more and I just haven't been paying attention because that's also probably the case, but I just feel like, huh, I haven't seen this type in a while. Um, but, um, yeah, I feel like I'll probably watch more because now they're just like 10 episodes and I assume it's only going to be out for like two more episodes. Um, I don't really care about it too much. The story's not too interesting. They've tried to develop some drama, and I don't know what's going on with this drama. It's not like drama between girls or anything. It's just like some external factor watching over them. But, eh, you know. I feel like me talking about harems is mostly me just going to be like, eh, you know. <laughs> Because that's really, like, all you can say is just like, eh. Now, what I do find interesting about the show is that um, the structure of how the dude's harem is getting built up uh, is the homestay program. Now, I've never done homestay. Um, I've had a couple of friends do homestay. And, um, like, it's strange because it's set up as, like, the girls are cultural ambassadors and there's all these government agents watching over them like via twitter um and so it's like 
are the girls supposed to be like stand-in for foreigners is like that's what it's supposed to be like their unhuman um appearance and their outer worldly alterity is supposed to be like here are like a bunch of americans or like europeans or whatever wanting to learn about japanese culture and interact with japanese culture but their body types uh don't exactly fit into the japanese um body type it's like is that what you're really trying to say uh or is it just supposed to be like a clever plot device so that you can have like a bunch of girls in the house because i don't think that most homestay programs have like five or six different girls in the house you you got something else going on um and like it doesn't feel like a very strongly like nationalistic e maybe it is in the sense that the protagonist in not having like much of a character and and just like being able to cook and like sew stuff together and like taking on these quote-unquote feminine um skills i guess you could say is supposed to be like a stand-in for like a homestay mother and is supposed to be lovable in some senses because it's just like even though this show is overtly sexual there are some non-sexual elements to this show and like maybe that's the interesting thing is that i feel like the more um a story or a medium tries to hide like sexual tension and all that stuff is like the more it just comes back but the more outward it is like the more meaningless um it is and like maybe that's just not true because i still think that like this is a strangely erotic show um like like the question in film that i've come across at some points is just like maybe not a question but like a statement and a challenge but it's like what is a body and the weird very strange statement is that we have yet to truly encounter the body and so instead of prescribing being upon the body we should think through the various ways in which the body might become and this show as like a very base comedy um like it thinks through well maybe not yeah it thinks through like very basic things like would a snake girl wear panties like how is this gonna work um so it features a lot of the girls like trying on clothes trying to fit in but not exactly fitting in so i think that there's something abnormal because their body types aren't normal body types and so like i understand that's supposed to be like fan service and all but i do think that even if it is just meant to be like fan service it is like in some ways strangely interesting especially when we return back to well the body can be a lot of things and all we really have is language um to describe it but language 
doesn't occupy the realm of the real. Language is strictly in the realm of the symbolic and is detached from the real. And so, you know, like the man said, you know, we should think creatively on its becoming and what it can be as opposed to what it is. And I think that there's an element of truth to this, even though these are non-human girls that break the boundaries between human and animal and bestial, you know. There's something too like this strange love of alterity that I like. But, I mean, there's a lot of other things going for the show that I don't like. Precisely that it's just not a fun show. Like, Satoshi Khan said that his beef with a lot of anime these days is that it's just cute girls and robots. And creators say that, oh, well, the market demands cute girls and robots. And Satoshi Khan is just like, y'all actually like cute girls and robots. You should just fucking admit it. And I'm just like... Yeah, yeah, I like you girls and robots, but um, I can only take so much of it. I'm a smart man. I need some smart man stuff, you know? I need some smart people stuff, you know? Give me some more of that space drama. Yeah. Give me some of that neo-nationalism. Yeah, that's right. I need some of that. I need a dose of Japan Rising. And a national spirit to come forth from the crevice of post-war ruins. You see, that's what I'm about. Is that episode of Hajime no Ippo where they do the coaches fight. And it shows him in post-war Japan trying to defeat the American boxers. You know, that would have been that's a good episode. Anyways, I just kind of droned on... Um, I said, I hopefully said something insightful, you know, contact me at dailyanimepodcast.gmail.com, hit up the website, dailyanimepodcast.com, send me a tweet at dailyanimepod, um, this episode is mostly just me kind of rambling, but, um, I'd love to hear feedback about this episode, because I thought, huh, maybe we should actually put out some me rambling about random shit like this every now and then, you know? Just to break up, you know, the monotony of intelligent conversation or quasi-intelligent conversation about space opera, you know? Know what I'm saying? I don't know if you know what I'm saying at all. Anyways, goodbye. I'm not gonna make it